What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Trigger. This is Triggered, episode number 300. We made it. We didn't get canceled before then, which is honestly a miracle, <laughs> as Katie can attest to. <laughs> we, I remember when these guys were just starting out. Yeah. We've come so far. We're well, joined today. She also but, caught us. Uh, we, we put an un, uncensored episode one time. Oh, yeah. She was that like, happened. Yeah. She was like, circle jerk. Of course. <laughs> well, it's, it's a circle tubing. Circle, circle, circle tubing. We, of course, are joined by Katie Pavlich here. We also got a special guest, Stephen Cruiser, to commemorate this tremendous occasion. Uh, how you guys doing today? Good. I'm fantastic. <laughs> we got Cruiser on a little delay here. Me, Katie, and Matt are together here in the town hall offices. So I uh, just wanted to start off. Did you guys see the the Tucker segment where he essentially ran through the long Twitter thread of, you know, why Trump supporters might feel the way that they do about the election? Basically, it's just a disenfranchisement from government. It really is a great thread. I think you should read it. Yeah, it's a good thread. Uh, But also, I just wanted to get your take on, like, how the entire Russian collusion hoax is now, like, a distant memory. Yeah. Now, it, it basically never even happened. And, and now you have a situation where, uh, what's his name, investigating? I can't even remember his name. That's how relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Long he, lost he's, Durham. he's gone. So, Katie, your take first on that. Well, I think that he is still on the, in the special counsel investigation. He's no longer the U.S. attorney in Delaware. So he got taken Biden was up. on time. We bet wrong. Oh, that's fine. I'll I'll just rewind. (laughs) Um, So he's still in the the special counsel investigation, but he is no longer the U.S. attorney in Delaware. So the investigation allegedly is continuing. Uh, At this point, I don't know what else there is to look into. Obviously, we're not privy to all the leads that they have. But yeah, I mean, the whole Russia thing is so clearly even more now was just a political tool used against the Trump administration to thwart his agenda. It's amazing he was able to get so much done after two years of, of being under special counsel investigation, having the entire White House caught up you know, with their resources and fighting that. The outcome of that was a distant memory at this point, but that yeah. was something else, I'm sure. And the media lies. Oh, like yeah. the yeah. media lies over it. Well, and, they never corrected anything, yeah. right? I mean, no. that was that was the no. thing. Is that It's like the Abenabi stuff we've seen this week is or last week when he was put in jail is they had him on you know for hours and hours and hours and then there's no ish correction or clarification of what his new position is in prison so you know they just lie yeah lying by omission is a thing too what about you cruiser i have been lamenting for a year and a half at least the fact that government democrats especially but democrats don't get held accountable for anything anymore (laughs) Um, what they're going to do now is keep throwing Avenatti up there, you know, saying, well, yeah, but Avenatti. And okay, well, he wasn't an elected Democrat. He wasn't a Democrat. He was a flash in the pan media sensation for six months. That's what he was. So, but they're going to use him forever now saying, well, that's not true. Look, he got held accountable. Yeah. Well, he fucked with Nike. That's why he got held accountable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's, so that's where that has. So I don't think there are a lot of us who've been saying for a long time that nothing was ever going to come of that. They could investigate and investigate and investigate, but, and, and one of, I, I think one of Trump's biggest failures in office was not doing the full purge of the FBI and other parts of the bureaucracy that he said he was going to do. Now I know it takes time. I know you can't go in and fire everybody, tempting as that may be. 
from out here. Um, but I, I just, the rot is so deep in there that I just knew that even if it was, even while he was in office, that nothing, nothing was ever going to come of it. It's yeah. amazing to look back and think of what would have happened if he had fired James Comey right away. Yeah. Instead of dry, yeah. because the whole reason that whole meeting with Flynn happened was because of Comey. I mean, Comey set the trap, right? Mm -hmm. So hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. And, and he knew that the dossier was was, yeah. was Democratic opposition research. We see that from the emails that were right. revealed. Like he knew from the beginning, even though you know they 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 just lied until they couldn't lie anymore, and then they were cornered, and then they just doubled down on the lies. So. From Russia to COVID. Yeah. Forget Comey. I'm trying to figure out why Christopher Ray was still employed at the end of last year. Right too. Why yeah. He still have a job. Yeah. Well, yep. he was the one that was suppressing the evidence against Flynn. Yeah. yeah. The uh, you know the the exculpatory evidence. Allegedly, there's allegedly. also some unsavory details coming out about the final days of Barr too, which I'm not too thrilled about. But you know, two things I wanted to get your thoughts on, Katie, because I know you got to run to to cover the Biden stuff. The Texas Democrats. <laughs> this, this is like wow, wow, so much hypocrisy. You know, it's just about it goes back to exactly what Stephen just said: is Democrats can get away with anything. I mean, does this count as an insurrection that they're right. They're leaving town and not doing their, they're trying to overthrow essentially the legislature by not showing up to do their job. I mean, what a bunch of whiny babies. Yeah. And then they, this is how it, they have first world problems. Mm. They get on this chartered plane without masks or all the little people no get threatened no to, you know, to get kicked off planes in America for life. If you don't have yeah. your mask on between sips and bites, which is yeah. what, you know, the United guidance is. Yeah. They fly to DC of all places yep. <laughs> and then get on Twitter and act like there's some political refuge yeah. while there's like a, a protest in Cuba and people are getting murdered in the streets by their government. Mm -hmm. I mean, and they think that they're victims. I mean, it's just totally absurd. Gene Wu, my, my first meal is a fugitive. Yeah, my first yeah. meal is a fugitive. You know, yeah, I, my, my, I just my, think it's, yeah. it's very, it, it really does encapsulate the attitude of the left which is throw a tantrum when you don't get your way yeah. act like a child take no responsibility don't do things the hard way just be very loud and, and you know pretend that you're the victim of some kind of political hunt or whatever yeah. when you yeah. aren't <laughs> i mean you're leaving not doing your job i mean it's it's just like a, getting rid of all of your responsibility which is such a perfect encapsulation of the left's ideology in general like, it's always someone else's fault you're not responsible for your actions you don't get your way, just be very loud, despite maybe the situation, the context, the consequences for your behavior. It's just a perfect example of how they really think. Well, they know the liberal media will cover up for them, too. Well, yeah, they're like, oh, look at these heroes yeah. getting on yeah. private jets with their Miller Lite coming to Washington, D.C. in the middle of the night to be saved. It's like I would have I would have shot the plane down. Oh, my God. <laughs> Typical, typical. I would have shot that what, plane what do you down have to say so fast. You're the governor. Yeah. No, if I, I was. Don't think the governor, I have to say <laughs> I'm going to start writing a column as soon as we're done recording. I'd already told everybody else I was going to do this about uh, the end the filibuster. Democrats sure got over their tyranny of the minority rhetoric in a hurry, didn't they? Once the Texas people decide to cock block the vote. So it's a third complete hypocritical 180 that they've done in what the last month or so they did the they did the 180 on the voter id all of a sudden pretending that they've never been against voter id <laughs> they did the 180 on the defund the police thing ah, not us that was republicans and they did the 180 on this now and it's just like like katie just said they're just like like the, the hypocrisy you know is like overwhelming here it's and no one will ever call them up well we will on this side it's right. again one of the reasons why i'm glad the right 
conservative media is growing and growing and growing because we will keep calling them out on it. And, you know, some people who aren't our regular audience will eventually hear it. But oh yeah, I mean, how many times have we been consistently proven right over the last year? Yeah. When we I'm so thing? tired of being right. I'm seriously, I take. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. Like the, the the burden of being correct about virtually everything is just getting to me. <laughs> and it's just the bottom line when I saw that is just like it's hilarious to how ridiculous it is. But it's yeah. just grow up. Yeah. Yep. Like being an adult. Yeah. You know? And now the Texas House today voted 76 to 4 to send the sergeant at arms to detain or arrest <laughs> fleeing members. Yes. I love it. They should put a request in for DC to extradite yeah. them. They should. Yeah. I've also heard the New York Times report that in the Senate, there was already, they had enough for a quorum anyway. Yeah. Right. In the Senate, they, yeah. they missed the math. They missed the math. On the yeah. Senate. Democrats can't do math. That's um, the other thing that I wanted to get your so take childish. on, Katie, before we before you have to run is Hunter Budden's uh, budding art career. Oh, my gosh. Because oh. you did some good reporting on that. I wrote about this a couple months ago when the when I wrote about the Vanity Fair puff piece, and I called it a puff piece on purpose, mm -hmm. obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and this woman's talking about how. Oh, Hunter Biden is under federal investigation and it's been really difficult because his father's been running for president and there's so much public scrutiny, but he's handling it all really well by blowing paint through a glass straw in his pool house onto a canvas. <laughs> I think he's uh, doing like, some uh, Where did he get the glass straw? Yeah, right. He's smoking some crack. That's not even. Wow. Um, but on the corruption issue, I mean, it's just absolutely, again, Democrats get away with everything. The fact that now the White House is using taxpayer government resources to kind of manage Hunter Biden's art career by making sure that he doesn't know and that the Biden family doesn't know who's paying for his amateur spit art for $500,000. Yep a pop uh, so that there's, you know, they say that there's no conflict of interest or corruption because they don't know who's doing it. So therefore it can't be paid to play, which is totally garbage. Like which and even, is going to prevent them from finding out who it is. And even Obama's ethics chief who sucks, but for him to say this yeah, is surprising. Yeah. He said what, that it's a, it's basically a, it's a, it's a prime mechanism to funnel bribes to Joe Biden. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So basically what they're doing is they're, they're being a little bit smarter than the Clintons. The Clinton Foundation, we knew who the donors were. Yeah. When they cut the checks and when the socioeconomic beneficial event you know, happened to them, this, we don't know. Well, mm -hmm. we are the only ones who might not know. Yeah. It's not like they can't find out somehow. Yeah, they they, they there can be out. some yeah. back channel communication about who's yeah. buying the oh, quote, yeah. quote art. Yeah. But the people they leave in the dark are the American people, ethics watchdogs, yeah. Congress mm -hmm. is in yeah. the dark. And so... I would hope that it would open up the door for some kind of congressional oversight. Maybe if Republicans take back the House in 2022. Yeah. You know, people keep saying, why do you care about Hunter Biden? It's not about Hunter Biden. It's about Joe Biden and Joe Biden's right. access and the fact that we know that he's corrupt and he has used Hunter Biden as a way to get rich. Yeah. Right, the track record. So, I mean, right, there's plenty of evidence to yeah. show that. He uses his um, whole family to do this. And generally, it's like, why do they keep this? Is not just about coddling child, as Jen Saki said. It, said the other day a 51 year old child hunter biden <laughs> yeah. because he's a troubled soul like most people in politics would be like you're going away for mm -hmm. four years i will you know go to your your pool house i don't want to see you again for four years we're not going to coddle you and your art career like your, your father's a president now we have bigger things to deal with you need to grow up and behave but instead they're coddling him because there's a benefit to them somehow mm -hmm. there's no other reason why they'd be put up, putting up with this kind of behavior yeah what do you think? What do you say, Cruiser? Hunter Biden makes me wish that people still died from syphilis. 
Then we could be rid of this guy. He would have been dead already. He would have entered syphilitic dementia five or six years ago. But now he's making crack pipes at home and they're calling it blown glass art. And I'm just like, yeah, Hunter Biden with a straw at home. That's what he's doing. He's making art with the straw. Sure. No, I just it's it's I this guy. He strikes me as the kind of skeevy dude who, you know, he shows up and he goes, hey, now I'm an artist. But, you know, I got some stuff over in the UK. And then you go, I want a Japanese motorcycle. I got one of those in the truck, too. He's just a complete skeevy con man. And, you know, he's gotten cover, as we've said, from his father all these years. And then his father's found a way to use that. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. After the election, it doesn't matter. The fact that they shut down the, the, the media went in full radio silence on Hunter Biden at the end of the election, which many people said could have changed their opinion. Now it doesn't, it all doesn't matter. Day drink, everyone, day drink. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> well, and we learned last week too that he still is invested in this Chinese company and the White House's responses. Well, he's yeah. still trying to divest. He's never going to divest. I call mm-hmm. it now. Mm-hmm. It's never going to Oh, divest. yeah, no way. No. It's never happening. He's going to hold it through the whole term. He knows yeah. Biden's only going to be president happening. for four years. Totally and that's garbage. it. And also just the principle of the art. He's spinning on canvas with paint. That is disgusting. Like, yeah. Especially not COVID friendly. Yeah. But just generally, who yeah. wants to buy especially spit art yeah. from Hunter Biden? The only reason you buy that crap is it's, for influence. The it's, only oh, yeah. reason why. Yeah. The it's, Chateau Marmont collection. Oh my God. We're not going to go into that. No, I really want to go into that. Into that. It's a wild that is a wild story. story it's though. a wild story. <laughs> you know about that, Katie? I, I'm gonna say yes so that you don't launch it. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about it. <laughs> what? But it is it is a great story. I, so if you haven't it's read, on Town Hall, I wrote if, about it. If you haven't read the story, Matt wrote about <laughs> yeah. Hunter Biden and Chateau Marmont, yeah, which is infamous. Oh yes, for, I did write. I yeah, did, I yeah, did. we're gonna we're gonna skip over that. But no, uh, real quickly, but I know you got to run. I keep holding here. I just oh, want to get okay. your take on Cuba. I'd rather be here for sure. Well, yeah, than uh, listening to President Senile. Um, <laughs> the body double. <laughs> my take on Cuba, I feel really sorry for the people there who are protesting because they're basically putting themselves in the slaughterhouse because now they're going door to door and killing people. Mm -hmm. Um, But it just is another example to Americans and people around the world that communism is essentially a human meat grinder. Uh, It's a cunning way of governance at the beginning, just like we're seeing now with all these people like AOC and Bernie Sanders offering free healthcare and free this and free that. But in the end, communism is about government control of human beings' lives. And um, I would hope that we could do something to help. But unfortunately, I don't think the Biden administration has stood up to this at all. Um, They've issued some nice statements without any kind of real action behind it. And uh, so... Well, according to them, it's about vaccines. optimistic about it. Yeah, which is... That's how you know they're not going to do anything about it when their first statement out the door is... Well, they're protesting not having enough vaccines uh, in COVID. Well, it's like, no, that's not but, why they're chanting freedom. But why, and it's <laughs> also like, well, why don't they have enough vaccines? Because they live in a communist country. Exactly. Yeah. And it's interesting to go back in the time capsule of when Obama, quote, normalized relations and was doing the wave with the Castro, with uh, Raul Castro at the baseball game while political prisoners were still being held and beaten. And as soon as Obama left, they went and arrested more people who had been protesting when they showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this actually really good story in the New York Times about the consequences of the quote normalization when the Cuban government forced the farmers who were providing food for their families and the local population to sell all of, or to give all of their 
food to the tour to the tourist industry so mm -hmm. to all the hotels so those people started to starve um because obviously if you're trying to have a centrally planned economy that's what happens so the normalization uh actually hurt the country so i'm not optimistic about anything changing but i am deeply like in awe of the people who are willing to put their lives on the line for the sake of free put it all in the line yeah and, and it's so, a great case study and why you never give up your guns yeah exactly so you know there's a reason those people get on boats and mm -hmm. uh try to come to america and that i love that they're flying the american flag and i'm disgusted that the white house press secretary couldn't say that the flag is a beacon of, is a freedom of or a symbol of freedom around the world and or even call out the communist government right i mean the, the idea that they can't even say that while people are you know dying with the american flag wrapped, wrapped around their shoulders in these foreign countries uh, is pretty sad and the thing to me that really bothers me is we have all of this happening you know they're crying out for freedom and liberty in a communist country there and you have people here in america who are actively trying to make us into a socialist communist right. country right it's like the ultimate juxtaposition there mm -hmm. yeah. uh what do you have to say cruiser um i wrote in the briefing the other day this is something that since i'm older than everyone here it goes back to the cold war i remember back in the day american liberals were always commiserating with the soviet system the government not the people it's, it's always they've been the, the, the left has been this way in America for the longest time. It was like, oh, these people don't know how good they have. It, it, it was the same crap we hear about Cuba all the time. The health care, the education, they can all read. The, you know, it's and so this is nothing new for the American left to pretend that communism isn't bad. They can't come out and say they're commies and commies are bad. The reason I call everybody commies is because they're commies, okay? Yeah. And I have no problem saying commies are bad. And I've had the good fortune since high school to always in my life have friends who are, who are legal immigrants from Cuba. So mm -hmm. I've never had any illusions about what's going on there either. You know, I, they've told me stories going on and I, you know, since I was 14 years old. So it's just stunning to me and I know people like to think it's new, but it's not. The American left has always been like, they were like this all throughout the Cold War. Commun they love communism over there. That's why I call them commies. Well, it's Bernie for you. You know, his honeymoon in the USSR, his saying bread lines in Nicaragua are a good thing. I think it's like a mix of, in America, it's a mix of people. I think on the left, it's people who are naive, who don't have any friends who have fleed from communist countries like Cuba. They, they grew up in a bubble where... They never met anybody who risked their life to come to this country or they are legit commies and evil and they want that kind of system so that they can be empowered to oppress everybody else i'll tell one tucson story before katie goes okay so my my family here has always been good friends with the ronstadt family here linda ronstadt's family and uh in fact linda babysat me when i was a little kid <laughs> wow baby cruiser we, uh, we used to come back, yeah, yeah, like anybody else got a babysitter who's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Just me? Okay. Um, <laughs> so we're back here visiting. This is after my my ex-wife and I were still married. We lived in California. We, we come back here for the Christmas every other year. And we're up at the Ronstadt's house on Christmas Eve one night. And everybody's singing. They can all sing. Every single one of them can play guitar and sing. And Linda was there. And Linda knows my politics. She's been to shows of mine. And she had just gotten one of the Potemkin Village tours of Cuba that make everything look cool to the American celebrities. <laughs> they go back and say nice things. And she goes, I just love what Castro's done with Cuba. And the whole room shut up and looked at me. <laughs> 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 I looked over and I said, I said, 
you never, you know who never says that to me, Linda? And she said, who? My friends from Cuba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, I said, then we got into the whole Potemkin village thing. And they do that very well. They do, you know, they'll bring the Americans over because they know they're useful idiots for stuff like this. We see it with China now. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. I went to China and I ended up getting radicalized the opposite way. So that kind of failed. <laughs> they were definitely spying on you like, the whole I time know too. this is supposed to be a tour where you think i'm gonna like this place but i hate it more now <laughs> <laughs> sorry not did you sorry. see any like dogs hanging on the meat markets uh they didn't take us to the wet markets uh, uh it was a very carefully planned yeah. tour because well, covid was there <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah. yeah most most believable story ever is yeah. that the bat yeah. <laughs> what what did it mate with the pangolin or yeah, something? The pangolin, like yeah, yeah. It, mated with the pangolin. <laughs> and it just happened Boom. to be a, what a mile and a half from the yeah. the lab where the they were making this stuff. Yeah. You could have came up with a better story than that. Yeah, really. I mean, you knew that eventually that yeah, was just gonna crumble. But that's what's so funny about communism, is like they think they're being really smart, but it's yeah. so obvious yeah. and they're so stupid because they yeah. can't be creative. Like that's what I learned when I was there. Is this, there's no creativity, so they, that's why they copy everything. Everything is just like drab. Is just, yeah. yeah, communism yeah. isn't about entrepreneurship or creativity. You know, they don't have music or religion or you know any kind of innovation. China doesn't make anything or invent anything. They just take all of our stuff and repurpose yeah. it. Mm -hmm. They just copy it. It's because they can't think the way that like the society is built is exactly that way. So you can't be that way. Yep, it's so true. So it sounds like a paradise to me. Oh god. Utopia. Yeah. <laughs> Only if oh, I kid. I, I mean, we're we're yeah. basically on the road to communism here, so that's why we must have a road to fascism to give people choice. Oh my god. <laughs> give people some choice. <laughs> of course, you can always count that's right. to take it to like seven thousand. Right. The extremes are more fun. Poor Katie's like, I made it all this way just to get canceled every <laughs> minute. Yeah. Oh man. No, but before we go, I don't know if you talked about this on trigger already, but uh I just wanted to ask Matt, since we're talking about choice and how oh, he yeah. feels about the person who now identifies as a Korean. Uh, that's a good one. We, we did got, talk about that. Got yeah. their face yeah. I just have to hear this. Well, I mean <laughs> I'm black now. Because yeah. apparently we can be whatever we want. You can be transracial. Yeah. And then to be anti-transracial is to be anti-everything else with regarding the alphabet people. Yeah. So it's like it's the Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, this guy, this sick fuck, since 2013, <laughs> has spent the equivalent of like a of like a, a, house, a lot of money, a, like a down payment for like a house, like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's not a down payment. That's a whole house. That's a whole house. That's yeah, a whole goddamn house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to like yeah. to like not chop DC, up yeah. to chop up his face to look like Sean Connery from You Only Live Twice, make himself look like Asian. You know, yeah. and he's like, now I'm Korean. I'm like, no, you're just a white sick fuck who's. <laughs> no, now fuck. you're share. Yeah, now you're sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, as our as our yeah. resident uh, uh, town hall extraordinaire with a Korean descent, I just, <laughs> I wanted to ask you how you thought the work was. You know, but now it's I know. trash. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> look good. It didn't look good at all. I think he needs to go Get his go, money go back. back to being white. Yeah, yeah, he needs to be. Like, oh yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, I say that a lot on Triggered is that that's where we went wrong as a country yeah. was we stopped locking people up. Well, they Virginia just got rid of all of their mental institutions. So I know. Yeah, so the crazy and they got rid of the death penalty. Wait, too. isn't there, is, where we live, isn't there, isn't that a crazy person? It's like a rehab oh, facility. It's shit. not like they're going to be, they're going to be running wild. That's not like a psych ward type of thing, you know, it's like. But it's sad. It is sad. People don't have anywhere to go. No, it just no. Homeless, is kind of homeless problems. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. I mean, Northern Virginia is like purged of the homeless because yeah. of the wealthiness of the area yeah. but like 
you cross the river right into DC and it's uh, like, yeah. you'll see some you of the craziest mobbed. homeless you'll ever see. Yeah. yeah. Spencer almost got his coat Tucson ripped off. Tucson too. Home. Tucson can be crazy like that. Yeah. But yeah, I anyway, know. I now am black and <laughs> therefore any, any criticism of me is now racist. I have more Indian blood <laughs> than Elizabeth Warren and she so has none. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> exactly. I thought we should all just be black. Native American tribes. Oh my God, this is going off the rails. What? Is that, is we can be you whatever we do. Yeah. Unless you have something right. else. Well, thank you to Katie for joining yeah, us. Congrats Katie. on 300 episodes. Uh, hopefully I didn't get canceled. But if I did, I guess it's been a good run. I think you're good. And go check out Katie's uh, reporting on what Joe Biden had to say. Because I don't know what he had to say. But it's probably not good. I'm surprised he's still talking. I got a yeah. So. yeah, that would He said that 21st century Jim Crow, is the threat is real. Oh, and now he's walking away because this his face is oh, melting. I called it. Yeah. The face is melting because the body doubles like, oh, well, dude, once, I'm out of batteries. Once he goes to 20 minutes, it's like. Oh, he can't. He, he runs out of gas. Early in Every the time. day. He'll be calling the lid very soon. That's true. Yeah. He needs to take his nap. Well, thank right, you to Katie there. for Good joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks, Enjoy Katie. the rest of the pod. I mean. Bye, Katie. Needs to We're going to go rested. even further off the rails I now. Mean, I wanted to keep uh, you up. We should have ordered yeah. tacos for yeah. this episode, but next time. That's true. We'll have to have a celebratory dinner. Yeah. Yes. Um, I actually am descended from three Native American tribes. I checked a few years ago. I did that. I did the real ancestry where you do the research and not send your DNA to a database because I'm not sending my DNA to a database because I want, you know. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, don't keep do your that. options open. You never that's, know. When that's you always want. what yeah. I say. You happen to want to be a serial killer. Isn't that exactly yeah. what I say? Yeah. I'm like, you know, God forbid you got to commit a crime. I mean, you're done yeah. right then yeah. and there. Um, but. I check because I always used to joke about this because um, the only branch of my family that has been in the United States for a long time is my maternal grandmother's side of the family. They came down from Canada and they were fur traders. We were basically the first white people in Wisconsin. One of my great grandfathers is called the grandfather of Wisconsin. And <laughs> the father of Wisconsin. And I was going, I used to joke about, it. I said, there's no way that we were the first white people in Wisconsin and my ancestors didn't sample any of the local talent. And <laughs> I did the research and lo and behold, I was correct. <laughs> but the thing is, is my, my ancestry is split up between three different tribes. So I don't get any of the casino money because it's not enough of a percentage of each. Oh, damn, damn. If it was all one tribe, I'd be in for the casino money. It would be enough of a percentage. But it's split between three. But I still have more Native American blood in me than Elizabeth Warren does. <laughs> I love that line. That was oh, one of my favorite Trump fantastic. lines. Speaking of Trump, I'm sure you saw he spoke on Sunday at CPAC Cruiser. Of course, you know, it was it was prime Trump. Uh, it was exactly what you would expect out of him. The reason I, I wanted to bring this up is a couple of key lines, I think, here. Uh, that were kind of a little bit of a new spicing up of his typical uh, stump speech, uh, that our American heritage is under threat like never before, and that in a matter of mere months, Joe Biden has brought our country to the brink of crisis. He also referenced, of course, the surge in violent crime. And then he said something that I found interesting, because it doesn't really line up with how politics is going in this country, but it does line up with your view that we're going to have you know, an overall resurgence in the midterms. Uh, he told the crowd to quote, never forget that the radical left is not the majority in this country. We are the majority and it's not even close. What do you have to say about what he had to say looking forward into the midterms and also looking forward to 
the next presidential election. I know you've written about this a little bit. What are your thoughts on all that? Well, it's funny because, the, you know, a lot of people used to lament Trump going rogue or anything, but he sticks to message. He stuck to message very well most of last year, too, going yeah. into the election. And he has now when he speaks in public and, and other Republicans would do well to pay attention and maybe stick to the same message. It, that would be very helpful. But he's right about the, you know, I, I don't know how many times a week I write about holy shit, it's only six months. <laughs> yeah, not even six months yet. It's still a week and still six months. It's, it's like, you know, but just somebody was the other day, well, we just got to hang on till 2022. I said, that's 16 fucking months from now. <laughs> <laughs> and we're only, and we're, we're, what's the date? To, we're not six months into this yet. Yeah, we're still a week away from six months. Yeah, we're not half a year into this mess yet. So I, but I still maintain, I still say, and I'm encouraged by the voting laws and Georgia and Kansas that were passed. And I think we passed some here too that weren't quite as strict as I wanted them to be, but yeah. uh, good enough. And by strict, I mean rules. All I want is some rules. Everybody talks about, you know, if you put any kind of rules on elections and the Democrats are like, oh, well, that's suppression. Well, is it suppression when you have to stop at a red light because you don't want to T-bone somebody? No, <laughs> it's a rule you have in place to make everything work better. Okay. Um, but I still think, and I maintain, and I talk about this with Kate, I've talked about this with you guys. I've talked about, I talked about this with Katie when she was on my podcast. I want these assholes to keep overreaching and overreaching and overreaching. Gene Wu, when he got to the airport yesterday, was talking about how wonderful it was. And he tweeted that he got recognized. I retweeted it with, with thank you for all you're doing to ensure that the Republicans steamroll in 2022. Yep. <laughs> because that's what these people are doing. These people don't have any idea how this is playing out in most of America. Let them keep doing it. Let them keep overreaching. They can't completely dismantle the country between now and then, although it seems like they might be able to. But I don't <laughs> think <laughs> That's true, basically. We've talked about this a lot on here, Matt, but mm -hmm. any takes on how this is progressing here, the, the first six months of the Biden administration and soon to be President Kamala Harris, because oh that's my, my segue yeah. here is yeah. uh, you wrote about Kamala yeah. and how she's just a fucking idiot. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's like it becomes I mean, we've all known this for a while, but yeah. it becomes clear by the day why she's not president, and why she never will be president. No, but, she's going to be president. Well. Because she's gonna kill Joe, I know. Well, yeah, I yeah, mean, it's just by saw, default. I know you saw yeah. the picture, right? You it's know, her, like you know, patting him on the back. I'm like, Joe, bring the taster. It's the first time anyone slept their way into yeah. the vice presidency. Because right, sure. remember, she would have well, never been California no, Attorney no, General no, no, if she didn't sleep with what's his name. She was a pro yeah, bro. mattress man, right? That, anyway. What was it, Cruiser Willie Brown? Downtown Willie Brown. <laughs> I mean, she she's a product of the liberal media. They prop her up. I mean, she's done nothing other than really lock away a bunch of black people who smoke pot if you cannot pivot come back or counterpunch an attack from tulsi gabbard then you have no business being on the stage in my opinion i mean tulsi gabbard was the one who came in with that with that knife oh that was slap, you know on her prosecutorial and she couldn't do anything and she had to have known this was coming everyone yeah. was writing about it and she she failed miserably the kinkos thing is just the cherry on the top you know apparently rural people don't know how to use a photocopier well, that's what she yeah. said. Also, she it, called it Kinkos, which means uh, which exist anymore, that didn't exist Yeah, that hasn't existed since, since like 2018. Like, oh, wait, yeah. Well, I think it was like 2018 they rebranded the they whole rebranded, thing. Yeah. But, but yeah, she literally said yeah. that rural people cannot yeah. make photocopies. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. 
You got this. You got the. I've never been to Europe regarding why she hasn't been to the border in like you know ninety days. Well, then she then she fake went to the border. Yeah, remember, remember, she got credit for going to the border even though she fake. That's only because Trump and Adder are like we're going to the border, and then she's like, oh fuck, she can't staff well. Her whole office is a disaster. So she's a bad campaigner. She's a bad messenger. She can't staff properly. She's a bad boss. Did you see she forced her staff to go to a barbecue? She forced them. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. You didn't see that? Well, I know that her building. That's where morale goes to die is working for the vice presidency right now. Well, but that is a good shot. No, they're betting that they're gonna be yeah. in the presidency yeah. soon, which is looking pretty strong, honestly. Given the it's more, only six the more people she hires, the as many people she hires are, are the ones that like fall away as well. <laughs> yeah. Let's say you cruiser, because you're on the border more than she is. Yeah, for sure. I don't think she's going to be president because I know that nobody in team Biden wants her to be president. And I really do think that this old fuck might be able to just keep being propped up forever. Now. I don't think, you know, he's, he's physically, he's mentally gone. He's physically still moving around and everything. And I, I think that if he starts, if his health starts to fail and it looks like she might get near the presidency, then Jill Biden's going to choke a bitch out. Um, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. She doesn't want her anywhere near the presidency. I think most Democrats will freak out. I mean, I know yeah. they want her in there so they, they can check a box, but I think that they would rather have her in there, have, have rather check the female, first female, first African-American female president if she got elected, though. I think they would much rather have that rather than backing into it. But as I've told people over and over again, if you're a California Democrat, you don't have to be particularly bright or particularly good at politics. You just have to meet the right money people early on. And yeah. that's what Kamala Harris did. Yeah. She met them very early on. By the time she got everything in place, her ascension to the Senate was almost guaranteed. It's not that you don't have to have any skill for retail politics whatsoever. And we've seen that we saw in the presidential race, she doesn't. She's not terribly bright. Not everybody who makes it through law school is bright. And I'm saying that as the father of a child who's about to start law school. But she's bright, and I want her to prove she's bright once she gets out. But it's, it's just, it's such a train wreck over that. I really don't, I honestly, I thought if Biden were going to fade early and Kamala would be ascending to the presidency, I thought it would have happened already. Now I'm starting to think that this guy could just keep, you know, he's like this energizer bunny of drooling idiots. Um, he can just keep going and going and going. And he shows up in public and makes no sense whatsoever. And the press all pretends he does. So he could, he still got that little charade going on for him. So there's, there is no urgency in the press or anywhere else in the Democratic Party to get her into the presidency. There's only an urgency by her and the people closest to her. And Joe sure. Biden might kill her. That's true. I, I do like rotate back and forth between your opinion or like he's just never going to make it. But yeah. I do think that they'll attempt to keep him as their puppet for as long as humanly yeah. possible. I, I do think that the only way that he might go is if he actually dies. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't really see him resigning per se. No, he's not. The guy. It would have to be like you death know. or election loss. Yeah. 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 The other thing that's going on here is the withdrawal from Afghanistan. The, the yeah. one thing that I have a real problem with here, and we talked about this and you yeah. wrote about it. Yeah. They left hastily from the Bagram Airfield, which, okay, fine. Yeah. But two things. One, if you're going to leave, you better make sure that you're taking everything you're supposed to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that. But the second thing is they just left like 
vehicles, you know, armed personnel carriers, weapons and shit just lying around. Yeah. And then they're shocked when the Taliban comes in and takes yeah, it. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, you didn't think to like blow up the vehicle? Yeah. Like just, you know, put a little yeah. explosive charge. But the bigger issue that I have here, yeah. they left behind a key item. Yeah. And what is that item? Because oh, you heard about it. It was a beam from the World Trade Center. Yeah. They left it there. It's yeah. now a race against the clock to try to find it to make sure it doesn't fall into the Taliban's hands. They yeah. already had a propaganda win here with us leaving. Yep. Let's not make it even more stinging. It was and a, that, it's also, let's not spit in the face. And it's of, not just a small, it's not like a small piece of metal. Oh, it's big. It's a 10 foot tall, 900 pound steel beam from the World Trade Center, yeah. which is engraved. It was part of the 9 11 memorial there on the base. I just find that shameful that yeah. they will just leave. Yeah. Well, and, and just leave that there. This is you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not against them leaving. I yeah, think that yeah, that's yeah. long overdue, right? But the real problem we have is at least take the ship and you should. Yeah. But I mean, this is also, you know, I mean, Vietnam was like this. We worked in haste. And we also gave the South Vietnamese like a shit ton of aircraft and, and naval vessels that then fell into the hands of the North Vietnamese. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's one just, thing, but you know, I mean, some no one on the air base was like, oh, maybe we should get oh, this the beam, loaded. Yeah, the beam, yeah. Like, yeah, no, I yeah. find that disrespectful. What do you think, Cruiser? Yeah, they were under siege in Vietnam. I mean, they're crawling right. up the fucking rooftop to get on helicopters there. They weren't under siege here. They had all kinds of time, and it's not like we don't have the transport capability to get that stuff out of there. That's what, yep. you know, like... Yeah. We've got the planes for that. I don't know what the, I don't know what that was. Well, I do know what it was. Biden wanted to have it happen quickly for the talking point and for yeah. a press conference. That's the only reason that it happened like that. And the military right now, you know, they can't, they can't question him. He's the commander in chief or he's the, or whoever was making him do that was the commander in chief that day. Um, so there was, there was no reason for this. It wasn't like, I mean, we all, you're right. It's long overdue. It's a war we never should have been in. Nobody can fucking beat the Afghanis in their mountains. And we never, we, you know, there's, we can't get to them by sea to do anything. And, you know, the Russians fought them for God knows how many years and got their asses kicked. And we've been there and couldn't achieve anything. We could have achieved a little more had we had rules of engagement that actually let us fight a war. I yeah, think. Yes. Um, we should have just wiped them out. If they weren't, you know, under fire, hiding behind a rock and calling some fucking jag back at the base to see if they were allowed to defend themselves, I think it would have gone better for us. Yeah. But yeah, we should have gotten the hell out of there a long time ago. But yeah, there, there was just there, the only reason behind any of this that you're that we're all talking about is politics. There's no reason that from a military standpoint, there's no reason that we could have gotten couldn't have gotten all of that stuff out of there or blown it up, like you said. Right, right. It's it's ridiculous to me. Yeah. Um, and now you see the Chinese just prancing in. Yeah, we'll it's we'll take sure. Afghanistan, no problem. We'll we'll make a deal with the Taliban. Afghanistan, they don't care. Oh yeah, they'll just they'll just buy them off. Well, that's the difference is they'll just give the Taliban a billion dollars. You know, after they mine all of the rare earth minerals that are worth yeah. over a trillion dollars out of there, yeah. and and if the Taliban tries to fuck with them, they'll just annihilate them. Yeah, no. they don't give a shit. Yeah. That's the difference, yeah. which, you know, is a key difference it is. in us. But, you know, there's a lot of times, like you said, where the rules of engagement prevented us from achieving a military victory when it shouldn't have. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Hi, everyone. Do you miss President Trump? A lot of people do. I'm coming to you with a very special offer that you do not want to miss. Now's your chance to enter to win one of six signed photos of President Trump. These were hand signed by President Trump and soon one could be hanging up in your house. When President Trump signed these, he wanted to make sure all of his supporters had the chance to receive one. And now is your chance. All you have to do is text TRIGGER 
to 55404 today. Again, that's trigger, T-R-I-G-G-E-R, to 55404 for your chance to win a beautiful photo of President Trump and First Lady Melania Trump, hand signed by President Trump himself. Again, text trigger to 55404 to have your name entered twice to win a hand signed Trump photo. You do not want to miss this. Our contest ends soon. This message was paid for by the National Republican Senatorial Committee. All right, so let's talk about Wuhan Lab real quick, because we mentioned it. I want to get your take on this, Cruiser. We've talked about it for a long time now. You know, you've been on Trigger multiple times in the past year. We've talked about the Wuhan Lab leak. I think this is the first time now we're talking in a post-new truth world where (laughs) everyone is, like, realizing that we were right the whole time about this. 52% of Americans now believe that the COVID virus came from a lab leak in China. That includes a majority of Democrats, uh, which I find interesting. What, what do you have to say about this? And, and just in general, like you were saying before, about our record of being right. Again, when the left media is wrong, if they would actually, you know, do a bigger mea culpa, but they don't. So no, I mean, they, they're wrong, but they're not. They've done it. They did do a few things a, f- a few weeks ago when it first became obvious that they were wrong, but they were quick little articles. Um, that there wasn't a lot of talk about it. You don't see a lot of public saying, okay, yeah, maybe this was wrong. And we've just found out that, that Fauci's fingers are in even deeper over there than we originally thought they were. Yep. Things that, uh, the, the latest emails that were released last week. I mean, like at this point, we're going to find out he fucking interned there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're right. And we need to strike a balance between gloating and reminding people of that. Yeah. Uh, it, because it's easy, you know, when we're preaching to the choir here with our own audience, um, they all knew that we were right. They've been right all along. But there's got to be a way. We have to start looking for ways to push the boundaries and getting it out there to other people and saying, okay, you know what? You know, we were being censored last year. Yeah. For telling the truth. Yep. And, you know, and it hurt us financially, as we all know, and I keep trying to explain to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a financial consequence to that for us when Facebook says, well, you know, we got to shut this down because you're telling the truth. Right. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, that's happened yeah. so many times. The Wuhan lab leak, the Hunter Biden laptop. I mean, the list goes on and on. Or uh, various treatments for coronavirus. Yep. Hydroxychloroquine. Um, yep. Go on and on and on. But I mean, we need to keep reminding people of that. And we need to keep reminding people that. And we need to keep growing the audience because sooner or later, then it will spill over into, you know, those poor rubes who can't figure out a copy machine. Um, <laughs> that, was the, that was the Babylon Bee thing I put in the briefing this morning. It was uh, rural residents burn Kamala Harris at the stake after she shows them a copy machine. <laughs> um, but... I, and I and I you you brought it up a little while ago. I'm trying to remember how many times now that that Biden and or Harris have insulted people in rural America just in the last few months. Yeah, that's they do that with they do that so effortlessly because they really do look down on everybody away from the coast, and that's who we got to keep harping on. I mean, there's there's all kind. I mean, Kevin and I are trying to put together a tour where we just hit like like flyover country red states for a while and you know bring them some entertainment and do that we're hoping that that starts in the fall kevin downey jr by the way my new colleague at pj media also a comic who's done a lot of troop tours yeah he's got some great writing going on over there he's been doing this 
for himself for free for so long he's just happy as a pig and shit now (laughs) (laughs) the guy can crank out some copy but we're talking yeah but we're trying to put together some stuff to to like you just keep broadening the broadening the base which i think there's an opportunity to do right now because i've written about this and i've talked about this the dc democrats seem to be almost completely disconnected from the flyover country democrats right oh big time It's like there are two parties right now. And the flyover country, I wrote a thing over the weekend about um, suddenly a couple of people in the belt, inside the beltway are worried about them sounding too woke. And then Carville came out and he was talking about the woke speak. And he said, regular people don't talk like this. Yeah. And I, and that disconnect, I don't see, I don't see the majority of the, the institutional Dems inside the beltway recognizing that in time to save them for next year. Yeah, yeah it's, I think that's probable. Um, also, you just have the, the base math of midterms always nearly always going against the party that's in power. So yeah. that helps. Plus redistricting. I think it could be interesting. I think the House is looking good. Uh, the Senate uh, is a little more rough. On Not going to happen. Yeah, that, that's a little more rough. On Not going to happen. But, you know, it will be interesting to see if in these states that are battleground states, there yeah. is a significant backlash against the Democrats yeah. because yeah. a few points here or there could toss a seat like, you yeah. know, we think of New Hampshire. Yeah. You know, that could be very well in play. Is, with is right Governor Sununu going to run? I mean, maybe. If I he think runs, he, he could he could win. Could. He could win. Could. Could be in the key operator. Yeah. How many times have we said, oh, we're uh, going to take New Hampshire? You know, no, it, no, so he's a likable character. Yeah. Uh, it all comes down to candidate selection. I think that's going to be really key. Because yeah. um, we've picked some there have been some bad ones. Yeah. Yep. Some real bad ones. And Cruiser, I forget, did you did you answer where your thoughts are on the 2024 presidential, basically the fight between Trump and DeSantis? I don't think it's a fight. I think it's hey, a yeah, using yeah, right now. I think it all, I've said it time and again, I think it all comes down to how Trump is feeling physically at that point. I think right now, if we were doing the whole, if the election were tomorrow, he'd run. Um, yeah, but you know he ain't going to be a spring chicken by the time that rolls around. Although he, you know, he can live on McDonald's fat. So, um, so we'll see. I think that if he feels, if he feels good, he's going to run. And if he runs, I think he'll probably pick DeSantis as his running mate. But absent Trump, DeSantis, it's all up to whether or not DeSantis trips on his own dick between now and then. That's yeah. Not- yeah, that's it's it's his to take if Trump doesn't run. So that that's the that, and that's it right now. I mean, we're still, you know, the that race will start in early 2023. So we're still a ways yeah. out from that. But yeah, and, and I have no reason to think that Trump won't feel well then. And I think he wants to come. And I think the Democrats are actually absolutely crapping themselves at the prospect of him returning. Yeah, I found it interesting that in the CPAC straw poll, it was basically like, with Trump included, it was like 80% Trump. Yeah. Okay, Ron Paul won the CPAC straw poll three years in a row, though. So that's I don't, true. That's I don't true. pay attention to the CPAC straw poll. But when it's, you know, when it's Trump versus- CPAC summertime is basically just an excuse to get together and day drink. So I'm not really that's reading too much into whatever. When I, I mean, did we, we had Julio there. Did anybody else from the mothership go? Uh, Kurt was there, and I think Larry. Oh, Kurt, cause, yeah, because Kurt loves those things. That's where he and I differ on so many. He loves political conferences. I like the way we did it last year when we go and Cabana comes back and everybody kisses my ass for four days. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going there just to do regular conference stuff, I'm like, yeah, no. 
Yeah. But no, I think I think that's where I uh, on 2024 and the Senate next year. I had hopes for it, but I think the best thing best right now we might be able to knock off Warnock in Georgia now that the laws have changed there. Yeah. Uh, if Herschel Walker runs, I think that's really the only here in Arizona. I, we're not going to pick off Kelly to much to my chagrin. I don't think it's going to happen. We don't. The only candidate that can do that has already said twice. He's not going to run. That's the governor here. Ducey. Yeah. Um, and the Arizona GOP doesn't have much of a bench and doesn't have anybody else with name recognition. Um, yeah. Representative Andy Biggs said he might run against him. That might work, but still his name recognition statewide. Isn't that great? And, yeah. and Kelly also has not been overstepping his bounds. He's been playing it cool just so he can win next year. He's been taking his cues from cinema, yep. you know, yep. you know, against the filibuster. He's not overreaching on guns yet. He's just being quiet, shutting up so that he can get a full term. And then he's going to be an absolute full on commie fucking nightmare. Well, I'm glad you brought up guns because I wanted to talk about this because obviously the Democrats are attempting to come for the guns, although they're still kind of sitting back. Uh, which I think is probably just an electoral play. Like they realize at this point that on top of all of these other policies, uh, a gun confiscation is kind of just a bridge too far, even though they're attempting to do it backdoor through the pistol rule. A new study shows that there is no relation to a spike in gun violence with an increase in gun sales. In fact, it's the opposite, uh, taking down crime. What's your thoughts on the overall crime situation and fighting to defend our Second Amendment? Well, if you're playing connect the dots in the places that have the severe spike in violent crime right now, it's in every one of the major blue cities that defunded the police. It's really yep. easy. It's like a kid's coloring book almost. It's so easy. <laughs> um, it's not It's not in the places where, I mean, and in, you, you think about most of those places, they might have an uptick in gun sales, but they make the gun buying process so onerous there. They're not having a huge uptick because everything's getting bogged down in the regula regulatory system there. You know, you've got these backlogs of permits that, you know, that, that need to be issued for people to get guns and CCW licenses and things like that. So, you know, like places like Michigan, I know a lot of people who are first time gun owners there. It's easier to buy a gun in Michigan. Um, and in, but they're not having a spike in crime there anywhere. So that's the real reason there's the spike in crime here. Um, I've seen two lefty hot take think pieces come out this week and say, well, no, that's not really it. And as soon as two lefty rags do that, you know, that's it. That's the thing. As soon as they try to tell you that that's not the thing. So they can they can say all they want. But every one of those blue cities that defunded the police is now whining and trying to refund the police. And the cops don't want to go back to work there. So fuck them. Let it burn. Isn't the, isn't that the most ironic? Yeah. They're like, oh, no, 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 no. We yeah. were the ones that wanted to fund the police. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, now that like they've gotten away with Russian collusion to yeah. impeachment, you know, overblowing uh, January 6th. Right. right yeah. Like. They can now be absolutely shameless with yeah. anything, with anything. That's true. So why not say that? Take it for a spin. Well, you know, well, we know they'll get cover in the mainstream media, but nobody's buying it anymore. Um, you know, it's like they don't know that the rest of us have Internet. Yeah. <laughs> they, they still think that they're controlling a media narrative in 1958. They're, they're just so, so the media can lie for them all they want. And it, when it came to the defund stuff a few weeks ago, the media didn't really lie about it. They just it was another one of those omission things. They just didn't cover it mm -hmm. a lot. You know, they're just like, oh, we'll let it go. It's, it's same thing with the whole. You know, you got Clyburn coming out. No, oh, I've always been for voter ID. I said, really? Yeah. I said that. Yeah. You would have called me a racist. 
I've been called a racist for being pro voter ID for like ever since Obama got into office. Okay. Yeah. So, so this, no, like that doesn't, that dog don't hunt. Okay. <laughs> but they, they know they're going to get covered. So they keep trying to do it and bless their hearts. Let them keep trying. Because I think that there are plenty of real people in middle America who are still undecided or still kind of like never sure where they're going. And they know that this is all bullshit. They know that every major prominent Democrat last summer came out and said, defund the police. Yep. Well, you know, it, it goes also on their on their plan of gaslighting here uh, regarding critical race theory, too. We have a clip here of the president of the teachers union, who I'm sure you're familiar with, trying to basically rebrand critical race theory. I wanted to play this and then get your thoughts on that and just the whole CRT thing as a whole. In high schools, elementary schools, and middle schools, we do not teach CRT. CRT is a theory in law school or in college that analyzes law and says, is there systemic racism that was attached to these laws or the effects of systemic racism? What we teach in high school or elementary school or middle school is we teach history, common history, and, and want kids to be able to understand it and to analyze history. That is not <laughs> what that's, is happening here. A lie. Yeah. What, what do you think about that? Is that Randy Weingarten? Yeah. Okay, so, all right, I'm going to say this. She's not exactly wrong. They're not specifically teaching CRT. This is one of those semantic things that the Democrats like to get into. What they are teaching, as we all know, history can be taught in a variety of ways, and it can be colored a variety of ways, and it could be spun a variety of ways. I mean, if any, you know, go read any Howard Zinn, and you're going to be getting what's called a history book, but you're not really getting an accurate history of the United States if you're reading Howard Zinn. <laughs> um, you're getting a leftist wet dream. That's what you're getting if you read Howard Zinn. Yep. What they're teaching now, she's right about CRT starting in law school. She's being precise about that. But what they're teaching now, they're calling it anti-racism education. And it is CRT influenced. That's what it is. It's directly influenced by critical race theory. They're yep. not coming in going, well, kids, today we're going to study critical race theory. So she's dancing on the head of a pin there with the semantics she's right about that but it's all it it all really is crt influenced and they right. got people who have you know this quick rebranding isn't going to work either because i think they let it go too long and too many parents are pissed off and it ain't going to work for them there's two things that happened here one parents got an insight into what their kids were actually being taught when stuff was forced to go remote because you know when kids are at school in the classroom their parents aren't supervising things but then they get to listen in on some of these Zooms where these teachers are just fucking indoctrinating these kids. That was a huge change yeah. in just the overall like yeah. paradigm of education, yeah. right? And then uh, secondly, they, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, this, this critical race theory thing is new and terrible. And I'm like, well, it's not exactly new. Yeah. It's just a rebranding yeah. of cultural Marxism, yeah. which is something that we've been fighting against in this country now yeah. for you know it's, how long it's been dangling out there in bits and pieces and they just compartmentalized all of it right into one right into one into unified an core curriculum yeah yeah, yeah. into yeah. A, a curriculum yeah, yeah. That's andrew exactly breitbart right. andrew breitbart released a series of things 10 years ago i believe and held a big press conference that was basically you know condemning critical race theory cultural marx and its cultural marxist roots the yeah. whole thing 10 years ago yep yeah it's not some like you know radically new thing it's yeah, just yeah. 
they're just pushing it a lot more yeah. and we're seeing it a lot more and it it plays into just the overall i guess you know mainstream cultural movement here where you have this unholy alliance of hollywood and yeah. pop culture and sports and entertainment all melding together putting their ideas behind one leftist dream it's the maturation of progressivism it's kind of like a vaccine you know it was like out there and then they kind of made it to a cocktail now they're trying to inject it Yo, via yeah. institutions you mean like when they hid the fact that we had the vaccine oh, yeah. until uh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah and by the way chalk one more up in the storm was right Gallows, no the johnson and johnson vaccine is far inferior not to, far inferior far it inferior. is inferior but it, it's far. not it's not far it's not far well when you become slightly retarded i'm not slightly retarded okay <laughs> you're gonna get that I'm not bark. Bad, All right. <laughs> We always have this debate cruiser on here because Matt got the J and J. I got well, the I, well, I also already had it. So yeah, I, I wouldn't have got anything if basically bulletproof. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten anything if I were you. That's what I said earlier. If I had COVID, I wouldn't have gotten yeah, it. Just, yeah. But again, just the one the one and done because I already had a baseline antibodies. So yeah, well. So yeah. now and I'm by a- the way, by the way, that FDA warning about the J and J now is going to virtually guarantee that all the people who haven't gotten vaccinated yet are not going to get vaccinated. Oh, you know well, what? I'm going to sue. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, what? I'm going to get nerve damage. I'm pretty sure they got legal immunity. That's true. That's uh, true. Everybody's but, working hard to figure out how to pronounce Guillaume Barr. Oh, <laughs> well, the thing you know, is, that's, that. that's why he was out for the 2018 season. Yeah, but not from a vaccine. No, but he just got, he it. just got, and then it. He, it came back, he came back for one year and the Cowboys sucked as usual. And then he retired. <laughs> Cruiser, what I've been saying, is that if these people would all just shut the fuck up about the vaccine, yeah. that, oh, you have to get the vaccine, you have to get the vaccine, you know, the door-to-door shit, this and that. Yeah. Like, the people who are hesitant may actually get it, yeah. right? It's it's all the wrong people that are telling you, oh, you must get the vaccine now. Yeah. And that's just- yeah, The browbeating yeah, brow and the haranguing isn't working at all. In fact, it's to the point now where I wish I could give my vaccine back. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And I'm, uh, that's what I said the other day. I'm like, if there's but, a yeah, and, they, and they're too stupid, again, because the people doing this are bureaucrats who don't re- really pay attention to yep. what regular Americans want right now. And they just don't get it. They're, it's like, I, it's just, I, and I'm not the only one who said, I wish I could undo my vaccine now because they're being so awful. It's, it's not winning any hearts and minds when in the middle of your 4th of July speech, the president of the United States goes, and the Delta variant, get back. He did the creepy whisper again, too. Yeah. Get yep. vaccinated. Okay, pervert, go off to your windowless van and leave me the fuck alone and get away from the children. <laughs> Definitely just, get away I from mean, the children. Yeah. I, yeah. Just, I just shrug. You get all the wrong people that are, you know, door to door yeah you kidding me yeah door to door yeah it doesn't sound fascistic at all and now they want to track our text messages but um oh, shit. it's just it's just can you like, believe they said I, that I, I, I can't believe it well look they're saying the quiet shit out loud now because they have a whole media apparatus that will protect them but it's just again but the whole jane i mean it's not it's only like 100 cases it's nerve damage it's not yeah but you'd be pissed cool. if you were one of those 100 people yeah but it's just, but at the <laughs> same time like how many people have adverse you know reactions to the flu vaccine but it's a lot more but it's just not reported um yeah yeah you know it's just it, it is what it is i mean the j and j people don't we don't need boosters i mean our, really, our, our antibodies strengthen over time you people need to fuck that is Fake that news. is not true. That is fake no, news. It is true. It's absolutely true. The only true. reason I brought it up is because your vaccine is far inferior and we are the superior vaccinated yeah, okay. people. Well, enjoy your booster. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't I'm not getting one. no booster. Oh, you're getting a booster. No, I'm not getting, I'd right. rather get COVID Sorry, than get a booster. Go 
Gotta get a booster. That, see, and that's what they've done. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rat you out of the government. They're not getting your booster. I was like one of the first people that was like, oh yeah, I'll get the vaccine. What the hell, right? Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. fat. I'm gonna die yeah. from this if I get it. Uh, but now I'm like, if there's a booster, fuck that. I do remember when you're like when that well, came back. I knew when I got the vaccine I knew when I got the vaccine card with four extra spaces on it that there would probably be a booster at some point. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. And you get boosters for everything else. Why? I, like, I, it's, I don't, I just, I have a lot of friends who aren't vaccinated. I don't get it. I don't bug them about it. Right. If they bring it up, I don't, I don't get like a couple of the Republican groups I've been in on social media are a little too anti vax conspiracy weirdo shit. I'm like, well, just stop. Okay. Nobody grew a third penis on their forehead or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I just like okay I got mine if you don't want to get yours don't get yours and I yes there are reactions to vaccines all the time people have various I was hesitant because I'm one of those guys that gets a lot of side effects from things yeah, often. yeah. so I've been I was nervous about it now I'm like oh fuck it maybe I'll start getting the flu shot now I mean if I got to get a booster I got to get a booster the, both of the days that I had to get vaccinated I went down to the University of Arizona took the day off I did it on my day off both times actually and then I went to one of my favorite bars after and drank beer. And I was going like, okay, if that's my big foray into modern medicine, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I haven't decided if I'm taking the booster. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, oh you're taking the booster. You're going to wrap me up to the government? You're calling the FBI. Someone here is not having the booster. If they come to our door, it's over. <laughs> it's over. Waco part yeah, nobody, <laughs> nobody comes to my door unless I'm expecting a delivery. We had this friend of my dad's show up because they wanted to induct my dad into his high school hall of fame or whatever, mm-hmm. hall of honor. And he came over one day and then I texted my sister and I said, Maurice came over and she goes, oh shit, I forgot to tell you he was on his way. I didn't want you to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> and i said i said oh that doesn't usually happen during the day that's only if someone knocks on the door at night <laughs> we run our houses very similarly if you're listening to us here on triggered i'm 1000 percent sure that you would love it uncensored so if you want to help us fight back against biden and his cabal of deep state leftists while getting exclusive access to the uncensored version of triggered and much much more which not only removes the bleeps but you get some uncut segments as well where Matt takes it to 7,000. I know you've always wanted to know what he's saying in there. You can do so by becoming a VIP member. For our 300th episode, we're running a very special promotion. If you join in the next three days, so before July 17th, you can get our largest discount ever, 50% off a membership using the promo code TRIGGERED300. That's TRIGGERED300. Go to townhall.com slash subscribe and use the code TRIGGERED300. That's TRIGGERED300. Again, that's 50% off of our VIP or VIP Gold membership. Now, if you're already a VIP member, we have something for you too as a thank you. If you've previously joined with our promo code or are just any VIP member listening, first off, we love you. Thank you so much. But email us, triggered at townhall.com. I will pick one random winner to get a free year tacked on to your existing membership. So if you're a VIP member already, email us. If you're not a VIP member, go ahead and use that promo code to get 50% off. Thank you to all of you for your support over the years. It means the world to us. And whether you're a member or not, we love all of our triggered listeners. All right, Chris, so I wanted to get your thoughts on this because I know you're a baseball guy like me. In Major League Baseball, 
you know, had that phase and they're still kind of in it where, you know, they're just going full blown woke and all that kind of bullshit. There's this new ad out that basically targets the MLB for their wokeness and also what's basically portrayed as Rob Manfred's terrible management as the commissioner of the league. I wanted to play this ad and get your thoughts on it because I, I found it very interesting. Roll that clip. Commissioner Rob Manfred moved the All-Star game from Atlanta, parroting dishonest partisan talking points. Why is he making baseball political anyway? Because of his terrible record. Viewership way down. Ticket prices way up. Sketchy deals in China. And Manfred has been so bad that Ted Cruz and Bernie Sanders agree. Maybe the league should pay taxes like everyone else. Rob Manfred, Major League Baseball. Serve your customers, not woke politicians. What do you think of that? I think it's a good ad. I think it addresses a couple of things. I, You know, you get a lot of lip service from members of Congress over the years about the antitrust and yep. baseball, and and that's all it ever is. Nobody – how many – how many times did Ted Cruz threaten Mark Zuckerberg? And and I like Ted a lot, but how many times did he go off on Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey last year? And what yeah. happened? How that? What happened with that? Did he get some really good sound bites for Twitter? Yeah, but nothing in the end. Um, so I, I so when the politicians, even if it's from both sides, even if it's bipartisan, they've been yapping about this. Let's go after you know baseballs protections for a long long time and i don't think they're ever going to do it the real problem here is that since bud selig baseball has never had a real commissioner you yep. the commissioner is now just a puppet of the owners that's what's really screwed up baseball a lot now i think they handled the covid thing very well last year but i say that because my team won the world series in the COVID <laughs> yeah, year. Um, it was just it's easy for you to yeah. say fucking doctors <laughs> very easy I don't. I I do think that there needs to be some pressure on on MLB somehow, and they need to keep being reminded of this whole. Why did you abandon the South? Um, why did you abandon the state that had so many black people in it? You know. Right. Well, that's you know that's the biggest thing to, for me. To go to fucking Denver that has seven black people. Yeah. Um, and voter ID. Yeah. And voter ID. And and <laughs> you know and I w- I will say I did enjoy the home run derby last night with all those balls flying at a course field. Like those were some monster home runs, mm-hmm. you know, only happened because of the course field effect. I'm hitting 485 in course field. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, taking the game from Atlanta based on a lie from Stacey Abrams. Yeah. I mean, come on a hundred million dollars. Suddenly was a fan of voter ID a month and a half. Right. Yeah. That's uh, the crazy part. And then to move it to Denver that has all the ethnic diversity of me. And yeah. um, it's like, I, I mean, no, Denver does have ethnic diversity, but it's not the place you think, you know, melting pot. No, you fucking white people going skiing. That's what you got in Denver. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> I love sweeping generalizations. I will never <laughs> grow tired of them. People can call me out on them all they want, but no, I'm going to tell you, there are eight people, eight black people in Denver, and it's mostly white people going skiing. <laughs> How's the summer of uh, illegal crime going down there, by the way? Where? Uh, in Arizona. Are the illegals, uh, you know. Uh, it's too fucking hot. They're dying when they cross the border. Kevin just wrote about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens at this time. That's one of the things that the liberals never talk about is the coyotes run these people across the border and then pretty much abandon them once they get here. I mean, there, there are humanitarian groups out there putting like water in certain places so that people who are like left in the desert don't die, but they end up dying a lot. Anyway, 
That's uh, that's uh, that's one of the tragedies of this whole thing that nobody on the fucking left ever talks about, and hardly any Republican in D.C. brings up frequently enough. They never talk sure. about the real shit about the border. They talk about Juan Pablo who comes over and sends his money back to his family, and that's <laughs> it. They don't talk about you know the Sinaloa cartel rolling decapitated heads across the border. They don't talk about the coyotes abandoning you know bringing a van full of people when it's 118 out in the desert, opening it up, pushing them out, and leaving them there. They don't talk about nobody ever talks about the real. Sh- and and I'm talking about Republicans too. It drives me nuts. That's why when Trump came out and announced his candidacy the first time, and he was talking about the bad people in Mexico, I'm going, I'm listening. Yeah. yeah. Subscribing to your newsletter. Remember, remember when he took shit for saying the bad hombres? I'm like, yeah. uh, that's true. Yeah, it's 100 true. Seeing as you're also a former California guy, what's your thoughts on the recall? I think Newsom's going to be able to buy his way out of it. Yeah, I kind of get that feeling too. I mean, and and the only reason they've got that surplus there is not because California is a, a you know was like some kind of special economic gem. It's because California has such onerous capital gains taxes. Yeah, oh, and yeah. all of the tech billionaires who were getting rich during the pandemic ended up their tax revenues were fucking ridiculous last year. That's okay. why they've got the surplus. And I they think he's good. federal money. He, he opened everything up in time, and now he's going to buy his way out of it. It's possible. And they got all that federal money. I mean, uh, but I did find it interesting that the judge ruled against him having the Democrat note by his name Mm -hmm. on the ballot because he failed to file the paperwork in time. Uh, So that'll be interesting. You know, I mean, it's I really find it interesting how they run a recall election because it's a it's a two question uh, election. Yeah. First is straight up. Yes or no. Should Newsom remain governor? Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And so then if no wins, then it's just a fucking rat race yeah. to whoever gets the most votes in the yeah. jungle primary, essentially. You know, Everybody's you could, coming out of the book. That's right how you now. ended up with Arnold as governor. Yeah. So, um, well, yeah, I mean, it, and California still remains the only major state that's ever recalled a governor. So there is that <laughs> possibility. There was somebody, there was some like territorial recall a long time ago, I think. But well, they California, tried to do it with Scott Walker, too. Yeah. And, and and Arnold, you know, Arnold always was a squish Republican, and that's the whole thing. He, he, that's the yeah. that's all he's ever going to get elected in California now. I find it hilarious that the one who's got the best shot at the moment is a transgendered former Olympian Republican. I think that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a fucking script that's writing itself there. That's true. Now Larry Elder's thrown his name into the hat yesterday. Yeah, yeah, but, but Larry, that. see, Larry's another one of those things where all the Republicans are excited and excited and excited and everything. Half the state of California, maybe more, doesn't know who the hell Larry Elder is. Okay, yeah, not everybody. If we make the mistake on this side of thinking that because they're talk radio famous that they're famous, famous. Right. Yep. They're not. Nobody knows. Nobody in California knows who the fuck Dennis Prager is. Nobody knows. Yeah, name identification is key. Yeah, it, especially in a state that huge. Yeah. Um, so outside of L.A. And, and, and conservative circles, not that many people know who Larry Elder is. Everybody knows who Caitlyn Jenner is. Yep, it's true. I agree with you there. To wrap up today's show here, our special 300th episode, which is a long one for everybody. We're going long here. Uh, we do have two clips from Biden's comments, which obviously you haven't heard. I'm going to play here for you, where, of course, he has to jump on, on the mat scale to 7,000 when talking about <laughs> these voter integrity laws being essentially the new uh, slavery. Uh, let me play this first clip for you here. 
17 states have enacted, not just proposed, but enacted, 28 new laws to make it harder for Americans to vote. Not to mention, and catch this, nearly 400 additional bills Republican members of the state legislatures are trying to pass. The 21st century Jim Crow assault is real. It's unrelenting. And we're going to challenge it vigorously. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The real question is, is he going to mobilize too many of pressure? That was the best. I, I, that's the best Biden gap, I think, ever. When he just, I don't even know what he was trying to say. What do you say, Cruz? I, well, English is hard, obviously, for him. Um, I, it's, it's, Jim Crow is pretty easy to say. It kind of rolls off the tongue. Uh, there aren't any hard, you know, consonant vowel combinations in there, but he had a hard time with it. Jim, he sounds like old Foster Brooks from back in the day. I'll have to play one of those on the briefing here soon. But, um, so, again, I, I like to point out frequently that making it harder to vote means you're only working from the relative scale because a lot of these vote a lot of these things aren't actually you know these onerous new laws they're just trying to reset to pre-pandemic okay because everything got blown open in the pandemic they want to you know everybody gets to register everybody gets to everybody you know vote by mail that goes on for six fucking months or whatever and early early voting which i think is the devil i always have thought it was the devil get the fuck there on election day maybe make it election day two days long other than that shut up if you can't make it if you're deployed you get to vote by mail right. if you're here and you're just lazy fuck you you don't get to pick a president I um, agree. Yep. so but so mainly mainly this is just trying to reset and recalibrate to a lot of the stuff that was blown wide open illegally unconstitutionally and unconstitutionally and say no we just want some rules and the insulting part of all of this is that the Democrats are using it as a racial issue and the implication being that minorities can't register to vote. Minorities can't nope. get a state-sponsored ID. Minorities don't can't find a polling place. Minor- I don't know what it is. It's basically them saying all minorities are stupid. That's what they're saying here, okay? Yep. And, and, and so it's, it's such a far-fetched, fantastical portrayal of what's going on. But, you know... As we've, as if there's anything we've learned in recent years, the only response the Democrats have to anything because they cannot sell their bullshit programs logically is to call Republicans racist. That's the default. That's their starting point. That's all they've got. Once they've called you a racist, you know that they know that they've lost the argument. Oh yeah, and I I, I read something the other day that was like, uh, if a communist has never called you a racist or extremist, then you're probably not doing Republican right. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, and this is their new their new ball game here, too, that, you know, it's the most significant test of democracy since the Civil War. And they've used that for you know, everything from yeah. the January 6th right to the voting laws to this and that. And Biden said it again today. Let's take a listen to that. I've said it before. We're facing the most significant test of our democracy since the Civil War. That's not hyperbole. Since the Civil War. The Confederates, back then, never breached the Capitol, as insurrectionists did on January the 6th. I'm not saying this to alarm you. I'm saying this because you should be alarmed. I mean, there were copperheads, so I would ask that. 
<laughs> I disagree with that. I mean, so apparently we slavery still going on, Civil War now. It's just, well, <laughs> you know, everything is the biggest test in the Civil War. Apparently, you know, forget about Pearl Harbor, World War Two, yeah. World War One, Nine yeah. Eleven, uh, the Vietnam War. If you want to bring it a little closer to the subject matter, in the late 1950s, Southern blacks were getting beaten by white Democrat cops when they tried to register to vote. Okay, that's voter suppression. Yeah, that's true. That's what they fought against then. And that's and now to pretend that this is the same as that means what's wait, hey, here's a comeback. See, I'm a good comedian. Once once again, that point can only be made by someone whose only exposure to American history is via Howard Zinn. There you go. Brought it back. It's true. There you go. That's true. I agree with that. I think that's it. I think that's yeah. uh, that's gonna be today's nice. show. This little cruiser what cabana. Else, what else you got for us here, cruiser? Of course, they gotta go read the morning briefing. It is the best out there. And what do you subscribe to it? It's free and it helps us in our battle against Facebook. That's um, true. That's very very true. And I'll be doing another VIP pitch sometime this week. I don't know how the second, the end of the month one went last month, but exciting. I'm still doing the cruiser commander podcast twice a week, and now Kevin Downey Jr. and I are doing uh, Unwoke with Kevin and Cruiser at the end of every week. And this week, I got to play around with the lighting a little bit, but my first video, are we calling them vlogs? It's not really a vlog. No, not really a my vlog. First vi- my first video, my first weekly video segment from called Beyond the Briefing is going to happen this week. I, got, I still need to work on the lighting, but I got the new camera. I got the lights. That's ready to go. So all kinds of exciting VIP multimedia stuff here. Yeah, and for those of you who are VIP members, if you're a VIP gold member, that means you get access to all of Cruiser stuff over at PJ. And if you're not a gold member, if you're only a regular Town Hall VIP member, we can upgrade you to gold. Uh, just go ahead and shoot us an email, VIP support at townhallmedia.com, uh, and we'll get you easily upgraded there. It's well worth it. Cruiser's putting out good stuff. We're putting out good stuff. We're fighting back against the left, which we have and to do. And having fun doing it. Yeah, exactly. So, Cruiser, thanks a lot for spending the time and uh, doing this 300th episode of Triggered with us. We appreciate it. Always a blast. Thanks, I'll come man. on whenever you want. Oh, yeah. And we got a lot of good guests coming up. We got uh, Representative uh, Warren Bovert possibly coming on next week. Uh, we're going to have the Colonel, Kurt Schlichter. Colonel was supposed to be on today with mm-hmm. us, uh, but uh, he, he, had he blew some, you off, too. Yeah, he had some legal he shit. blew too. me off for yesterday. He's trying to finish his new book. Yeah, that too. He also is apparently writing some motion or something. But uh, we're also going to have on potentially Congressman Jim Banks later this month, um, who is uh, I'm a big fan of his. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got some more interviews coming up for you. So yeah. that's that. 300 episodes of Trigger. Thank you to all of you who have been with us for some some the entire run. You know, yeah. I was just looking back yeah, and got some OG. We, we started with all kinds of crazy yeah. news. I mean, we yeah. went through Kavanaugh. Yeah. We went through. The elections, yeah. COVID, uh, COVID, COVID, or you know, yes. Yeah, so we're here. You we're know, here. Uh, we'll be back uh, for Gover- more. Governor Cuomo's nipple rings. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That was Stop a- reminding. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, I own I, that reminder. I own I own Cuomo'sNipples.com. If anyone wants to buy it, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> Entertaining offers. Oh God, no. no. I am. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, we will. Oh, there's one drink. Yep, drink. We will be back here for more triggered on Thursday with episode 301. We'll see you then. Later.